This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, August 6th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning? I'm pretty good. Uh, getting close to the weekend again. Uh, that's always nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we got a random early game, some early games going on this morning. It's kind of a weird, uh, I don't know, bunch of day baseball, which is not yeah. so bad. Yeah, so and depending on which site you're using, there's 10 games total. On DraftKings, they got five of them lined up early. FanDuel's only using four. They're mm-hmm. throwing out the 405 start in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So depending on which site you have, uh, it's either split five and five or four and five. Yeah, it's a weirdly scheduled day, basically. Uh, one of them's real early at twelve thirty-five. I don't know. Like I said, people like day baseball. It's nice if you have a job or a schedule where you can watch during the day. It's nice. Yeah. I especially uh, liked it when I was living out on the West Coast. I was uh, wake up ten o'clock baseball. Oh yeah watch all through the day and then it's done at 10 and didn't have to stay up till one if i wanted to watch a late game yeah cardinals reds is starting at uh 9 35 my time and then there is one 705 game yeah there's gonna be baseball all day for me over here on the west coast uh well we're gonna look at dfs options for thursday see what we can make of this slate and regardless of your format or where you're playing uh hopefully have options for you um at every position but we start at catcher. Brad, what are you thinking at catcher? So that early group, uh, you got two good names to start with. Uh, Yasmani Grandal against David Buchanan mm-hmm. and Jonathan Lucroy against uh, Despagne. And yes. that's in Milwaukee. Uh, yes. I, those are clearly the premium choices. Uh, Lucroy's been hitting better recently, uh, starting to look like his normal self. I don't think you have any real restrictions with using him. Uh, mm-hmm. Grandal's obviously a big power threat. Uh, especially against uh, Wrighty and Buchanan, and he just had an off day, so he should be in the lineup. Yep, yep, I'm into that for sure. Um, and then how about the late slate? I had two names that I wasn't nuts about, but two guys you could use. I managed to scrape together five names. I Oh, boy. I, there's probably, we're probably agreeing on the two guys that you actually like, and I, I just yeah. had some other options that are people. If you have uh, five, you probably have the two I have. I have AJ Prusinski. Against okay. uh, Jose Urena, yeah, uh, we keep talking about AJ Brzezinski. When he gets a righty, he he is capable of hitting one out. Um, not sure he will, but he's capable. And then uh, Steven Vote gets Scott Feldman, and Steven Vote's been ice cold, but that has lowered his price quite a bit. And I think there's still plenty of talent there. And Scott Feldman's not great, so um, yeah, were those two of your five? Vote's not actually one of my five. Uh, uh, are you off I- the vote wagon? I, I don't know that I am. I, I, what, what you're saying makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. His price is down. Uh, if you, I haven't watched him enough to really get a sense if there's something wrong, something going on, or if he's just uh, in a bit of a funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, could very well turn around. As you mentioned, Scott Feldman's a pretty exploitable pitcher. I think yeah. it's fine to go after him today. Yeah. Uh, I actually like Kyle Schwarber a lot. Okay. Uh, I think that's probably... Uh, going to be a very popular choice sure uh, from this slate you don't believe uh, in chris heston he he's got a little bit of a platoon split it's not that i don't believe in him it's just that schorber's a talented hitter i think he could get a home run mm-hmm. other options uh one of hank conger or jason castro whoever's in the lineup against aaron brooks yeah uh, both hit well against right-handed pitching conger especially 
Yeah. Uh, his, his price tag's crept up. Uh, the sites have kind of caught on that he's a righty masher. He's been pretty and, decent. Yeah, he, he's been more than decent against righties. I think I got, yeah, here's our splits here. He's hitting 350, 443, 733. That's his triple slash. Oh boy. Against right-handed pitching. That's seven. Season. That's seven, uh, slugging, yeah. not an OPS. Yep, that's the, the slug, the OPS is 1,176. Yeah. That's, and, there's a reason this price has gone up. Yeah. And his bat pip's only 341, which is slightly fluky. Mm-hmm. But not crazy. Yeah. Nope, that makes sense as to why that would be a thing. For yeah. sure. So if he's starting, give him a look. Uh, yep. it, he happens to be playing at the only pitcher's park going today, yeah. uh, Oakland Coliseum. And I'm sure we'll get to him later, but I'm going to maybe bring it up now. Um, tell me about Aaron Brooks. What do you, do you Can you tell me anything about Aaron Brooks for starts? Uh, I'll have to pull up his page real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've taken a couple looks at him. I watched him pitch last time out. Uh, there's not too much impressive about him. Yeah. I think he's maybe a bottom-of-the-rotation guy, yeah. mid-rotation guy. I was thinking exactly that. He's a number five. Yeah, he, he's got good command and control, and that's the, the main thing. Mm-hmm. And there's not too much in there that looks like should produce strikeouts. Uh, bit of a fly-ball pitcher, which fits really well with his park, but mm-hmm. you know, not with the league in general these days. Uh, there's... You know, things to like. Uh, there will be days when he's worth spot starting just because he doesn't walk guys. Yeah. For now, I think he's someone you target more often than use. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. No, I, I didn't think we would use him. I just thought we might break it down. And, yeah, I think Hank Conger or Castro is a good place to start there. Um, any other catchers that we didn't discuss? I think you could take a look at JT Realmuto okay. uh, against Matt Whistler. Okay. Uh, that's that's kind of a throwaway pick, a punt. Um, yeah, you're not someone cheap on. though. He's hitting a little bit better than he was to begin with. Uh, starting to show some uh, signs of life, looking like a regular catcher. You're not sold on Whistler. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I think maybe similar profile to Brooks. Even uh, you're looking at a guy who uh, strikeouts aren't really there to produce uh, consistent big results. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, not not. I don't know. He'd been doing okay, but not a guy to avoid at all. Um, right. How about first base? Where do you think you're going today? Uh, there's quite a few options at first base. Uh, not many cheap uh, picks, uh, but you can go with Adrian Gonzalez against David Buchanan. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be very popular. Yep. One of those Royals first basemen, Eric Hosmer or Kendris Morales against uh, Anibal Sanchez. Sure. Uh, he's been a little bit homer prone this year. You're looking yes, for those home runs in DFS. Uh, yes, he has. <laughs> hope for the best there. Uh, Morales is the cheaper of the two, and I honestly, all season long, I've seen them as very comparable values, and Morales has always been cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've very rarely rostered Hotsmer. Uh, Morales has made into like 15 of my lineups, and yeah. Hotsmer's made into pretty much none. And he produces. That's yeah, they, they both produce. So yeah. you know, go with your gut, I guess, if you're going to pick one of them and you have the money. Yeah. I also like Adam Lind against uh, Despagne. Okay. Yeah, I had Lind down as well, for sure. And how about in the evening slate? You you covered the ones I liked early on. Um, anyone stick out to you there? Uh, I got three names in that evening group. They're all pretty well-known. Uh, I'm not going to really slip through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Rizzo against Chris Heston. Yes. Uh, Mark Teixeira against uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Yes. And Brandon Belt versus Jason Hamill. Okay. 
I like those. I kind of believe in Jason Hamill, uh, but Brandon Belt's pretty darn good against righties. I don't know. There, there's, it's okay. I definitely like the other ones more. It might come down to price. Um, I had one that I'm not excited about, but I gotta bring up. Uh, Mike Napoli has had a dreadful year, make no doubt about it, but he's still hitting lefties, and he gets to go up against, uh, CC Sabathia. Speaking of a guy having a dreadful year, um, I don't oh, yeah. think I would go with it, just cause, you know, Sabathia probably not gonna go much of the game, and, you know, then Napoli has to face righties, but, uh, so I'm not necessarily recommending it as a pick, but I also want to note it just because I could see it going well. Oh, basically, I'm reserving the right to say I called it if and when uh, he gets a home <laughs> run off of Sabathia, but I'm not sure I would go with them as a as a pick. You could, but not where I would go at first base. We, yeah, we've had this I, discussion where like you have to get your value out of first base at such a big position that it's hard to get sneaky, you know. Yeah, it's true, and... I, I tried to justify using Napoli to myself earlier today when mm. I was going through this and setting some early rosters. Yeah. And couldn't quite do it. I really wanted to use Red Sox against Sabathia, but I couldn't quite do Napoli. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that should do it for first base. How about second base? I had three names and I wasn't super excited about them. I'm usually you can do a little bit better at second base. Um, early on, you got to go with Colton Wong at Michael Lorenzen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, he'll do he'll do well there. Um, and then how about Howie Kendrick against David Buchanan? Basically, any Dodgers against David Buchanan, right? Yeah, that's going to be a popular stack. Yeah, uh, Buchanan's not a terrible pitcher, even though his numbers look pretty bad. Uh, he was awful to start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set him down in the minors. He seems to have gotten back on track for the most part. He's more of a mid rotation guy and not a automatic just disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still, the Dodgers, good lineup. Uh, somehow they've been affordable all year long. I've used a lot of Dodger stacks this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're productive for the most part, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I like him there. Yeah, just pick on the Phillies. It's okay. Uh, anybody <laughs> else from the early slate that you like? Actually, wound up with six names. Uh, the team mentioned... Uh, there's Ben Zobris against Anibal Sanchez, and Zobris is swinging a hot stick. Uh, got a few home runs in his last, uh, know, four or five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, we're looking at a pitcher who's pretty good when he's on and pretty homer prone when he's not. Yes. Uh, here, here, rolling the dice, flipping the coin, whatever metaphor you want to use for it, but there's, uh, some risk and reward there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Rendon against Jeremy Hellickson. Uh, Rendon being a extremely talented hitter who's still getting back on track after uh, getting a late start to the season. Yeah, uh, he had a brief stint earlier where he was back from the DL, landed on the disabled list again. Uh, now he's back again, and uh, power's not really there yet, but everything else is. He's pretty darn talented when he's on the field. Yeah, but, uh, feel okay about it. Okay. Um, how about the late slate for you? Sure. Uh, Brian Dozier, uh, gonna be a popular pick against Mark Burley. Yep, that was uh, my, that was my guy for sure. Yeah, Dozier obviously has the big platoon splits, we talk about them all the time. Burley really doesn't have platoon splits, uh, at least for his career, and he's been pitching pretty well lately. I don't know if he's an, Dozier's an automatic pick. Uh, that said, there aren't really alternatives, and that, will probably push you in the direction of using Dozier. Yeah. Uh, D. Gordon's the one guy I see against Matt Whistler. Um, classic D. Gordon recommendation, hoping for multiple hits and some stolen bases. Yeah. 
And on the other side of that matchup, I think you could consider Jace Peterson against Jose Urena. Oh, yeah? I'm, are you excited about Jace Peterson? Uh, excited is not the right word, but he's a solid guy. Um, Useful. Yeah, he's got a little bit of pop. He can put together multi-hit games. He's got some speed even. Uh, there's multiple ways for him to produce for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited again isn't the word that I would use, but he's someone you can go right. to and he's cheap. Yeah, capable. Right. Capable. Okay. Um, any other second baseman for you or is that about it? Uh, I think that about covers it. Uh, there's plenty there's, of options. Yeah, there's other options that are fringier but cheaper, and mm-hmm. you can definitely go with them too. Okay, and how about third base? Where do you start? Where are you going? Good question. Third base is uh, not the deepest today. I got three for both time slots. Matt okay. Carpenter, I think, is the obvious one. He's just yeah. on fire right now. Yeah, he's pulling uh, out of his funk real hard. Yeah, the games at Cincinnati where, you know, it's a good place for power. Mm-hmm. And Carpenter has, uh, let me count this up, uh, five home runs in his last six games. Yeah. Really so good. that's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't usually look at him as a power hitter. I probably wouldn't today even, but that recent trend is not something to worry about. Yeah. He, he's hitting, you know. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Uh, he was top of my list. Do you like uh, Mike Moustakis against Anibal Sanchez, I assume? Yeah, he's a, a viable uh, punt, especially on FanDuel. I think he's 2200 mm-hmm. uh, FanDuel's been giving him those min prices all year. Uh, he's just a solid hitter, bats second for the Royals. Uh don't really see any reason to avoid him against Sanchez. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, had him there. How about, uh, where did you go with the Padres against, uh, against Matt Garza? I mean, I tried to look, and unless you're excited about yonder alonzo which you're probably not would you consider younger v Solarte? it's something to consider yeah um yeah, it's, it's i, I also want to use a padres group and yeah there aren't too many choices outside of the outfield and you know alonzo's one we didn't mention him at first base base one i wrote down uh yeah kind of a high floor low ceiling type mm. uh Solarte's I don't, I don't even know if he has a high floor, uh, and his ceiling's not great, but, you know, Garza is a very exploitable pitcher. You can definitely take a shot with that. I just get really frustrated when there's a really good matchup, but I can't find somebody for the <laughs> other side of it, you know? Or like the Padres, or like the Rays do it to me against righties, where I'm just like, who do you, you gotta have somebody, and sometimes they don't, you know? <laughs> James uh, Loney. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, Yonder Alonso, I'm like, alright, like, I guess, so. I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a matchup, but you can't do much with it. You know, Mac right. Arts is bad, but yeah, okay. So you can consider younger Vizelarte, just hoping that the Padres do something, but not that exciting. Um, anybody else in the early slate for you? I jotted down Nick Castellanos uh, against Jordano uh, Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best matchup. But Castellano says been hitting really well lately. I was talking to uh, Dan Farnsworth, our resident swing guy, mm-hmm. and he really likes uh, some of the adjustments that he's made this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinks he's turned a corner, and uh, between him and me, I think we both kind of agree there's big signs for a breakout. Um, his recent production might be more indicative of what we should expect going forward, and yeah. that looks more like an 800 OPS with some power. Yeah, you can see that. And then, uh, is that it for you in the first Yeah, that's slate? it for the early slate. Okay. And how about the late slate? Where, where, are you, where are you thinking? I think, uh, 
couple of Yankees, Alex Rodriguez and Chase Headley against uh, yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, A-Rod versus E-Rod. <laughs> yeah. I'm into that's, that. Yeah, either, either of those two are a viable option. Uh, also have a couple twins, uh, Miguel Sano and Trevor Plouffe versus Mark Burley. Um, okay. Both will have the platoon advantage. Again, Burley's not really a platoon guy, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's opportunities to take advantage. Uh, Sano especially, uh, has a lot of power, can hit a home run. Yep. Yeah. He's popular for a reason. I like him. I gotta start thinking about putting him more into my head, because I definitely had Plouffe. Because to me, the, the wrong, the strong twins righties are, you know, Plouffe and Dozier. But mm-hmm. Sano deserves every bit of credit, for sure. And, also good to go. And the prices are a little interesting. On FanDuel, Snow's been cheap. Like, he's like 2700 today. He's been around that price tag mm-hmm. since he's been called up. Uh, DraftKings treats him as royalty. He's up at 4300 there, uh, which is 100 more than Bluth. Yeah. Uh, so, depending on the site you're on, on one he's a bargain, on the other he's a little bit pricey. Yeah. But we believe in him for sure. Not sure I would pay the full price, but definitely believe in him. To, especially to do something uh, in this matchup. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Luis Valbuena against Aaron Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't worry about Aaron Brooks. So I like him there. Should be uh, eligible at third base. Um, okay. How about, uh, other, otherwise I had all the guys you had. Not all of them. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else to add. Um, shortstop, tricky as uh, always. I have three <laughs> names. I trust you got a little bit more than that. I have two from the early group and four late. Okay, so more than three. Early group uh, starts with Johnny Peralta. Yep, we say it all the time, but he, hey, he gets to go face Michael Lorenzen. Why not? Um, and then yeah, like that's, that's the only one I have from the early group. Looking at it. Uh, I also have Jimmy Rollins, who's been hitting better lately. Okay. Uh, part of that Dodger stack against David Buchanan. Hard not to improve. Yeah. <laughs> again, I like the Dodgers, like, any, a, a warm body there that can hit. Like, yeah, I'm into that. He's also batted leadoff a couple times recently, and if he's at the top of the lineup, that helps his value. Yes, absolutely. I just think they're, the Dodgers are going to score a bunch of runs against the Phillies. And, yeah. Um, okay. And then, who do you got in the late slate for shortstop? Uh, you can look at Carlos Correa or Troy Tulowitzki, both incredibly talented hitters, mm-hmm. uh, incredibly pricey hitters. <laughs> yeah, but no reason to think they can't perform. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tulowitzki has the tougher matchup against Kyle Gibson. Uh, Correa will see Aaron Brooks. That should be an easy one for him. Yeah. Uh, Park's not great for power for him, but, you know, multiple hits should be possible. And he's got enough pop to get one out of Oakland. Yeah. Um, Xander Bogarts, I think probably going to be very popular today against CC Sabathia. Yeah, uh, I definitely nice, have that. Nice lefty masher, bat second for the Red Sox. So, you know, good situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been good. He's starting to live up to that hype when everybody was worried he wasn't going to do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's, uh, they've kind of just pushed him into a prominent role in the lineup and said, hey, you're going to do this regardless of how you're performing. Yeah. Because uh, the rest of the team isn't. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, any other short stops or is that it? For... You, you could look at Brandon Crawford against Jason Hamill. Sure. Uh, that game's in Chicago, so Crawford should be a little better suited to tap into his power uh, than when he's at home. Yeah. Yeah, San Francisco's not that special. 
Okay, and then how about outfield? What are you thinking? I like the outfield options in the early group. The uh, late slate's a lot tougher. Okay. Uh, so early on at the top end, you have Bryce Harper against Jeremy Hulkson and Ryan Braun against uh, Despagne, uh, both you know, extraordinarily talented hitters against weak pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harper, Harper will have the platoon advantage. Braun probably doesn't need the platoon advantage against Despagne. Mm-hmm. Um, also have J.D. Martinez, who's just gone on a homer tear this year. Um, yes. Backed up his breakout from last year. He's against Jordano Ventura. Yes. Um, then we have some stacks. Yes. Uh, there's the St. Louis group, uh, Randall Gritchuk, uh, Jason Hayward, and Steven Piscotti against Lorenzen. Yep. Uh, that's at Cincinnati. Great place for power. Pretty crappy pitcher on the hill. Uh, yes. Should be, <laughs> should be a nice opportunity to get some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Upton and Matt Kemp against Matt Garza. I yeah. think that's where you're going if you want those uh, those uh, Padre stacks. And yeah. uh, they Will both Venable prefer too. they both prefer lefties, but Garza is so bad yeah. that I don't care. Garza's yeah, just I, falling apart. Exactly. I think just what he's been doing this year, you can go after him with any talented hitter, and mm-hmm. Upton and Kemp definitely fit that profile. Yep. And as I said, Will Venable too, a uh, guy who hits uh, near top of the lineup usually against righties. Uh, should be a viable play as well. Mm-hmm. And then Dodgers. Yasiel Puig, Andre Ethier, and Jack Peterson versus Buchanan. Yeah. I don't know if you ever look at the uh, posts, or the the actual posts uh, on Rotographs of this, but I try and list some of our favorite picks. And sometimes I literally just write Dodgers outfielders or mm-hmm. Cardinals outfielders. I don't need to list them. I'll pick one. Uh, yeah. And, and pick one based on price point, obviously, and, and where they fit your budget. Because sometimes some are more than others. But we like them all sometimes. Uh, and, and in these cases, you're right. Like the Padres, the Cardinals, and the uh, Dodgers outfielders should all do okay. Um, I had those. Uh yeah, I'm trying to look at what I had that isn't covered by all those stacks. <laughs> no, that's basically what I had uh, in that early group. Um, you could consider Bryce Harper against uh, Jeremy Hellickson. He's bad, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you would consider him just about every day, but it's another right. good day for him. He uh, let me down yesterday. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, hoping for something out of him. We, I was mentioning before the show started that uh, Matt and I – uh, for Wednesday's show, we're trying to guess if Nelson Cruz was going to homer in the sixth straight. And he doubled and had two hits, but he did not homer in Colorado. So that streak ends. So that's that's letting me down on Wednesday. <laughs> um, and then evening games for outfield. What do, you, what do you got? As I mentioned, a much tougher group. Um, Jose Bautista is good against ground ball pitchers. He's up against Kyle Gibson. Yep. Um, if you're looking for a home run out of an outfielder, I think he's your top choice by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple Astros you could try. Carlos Gomez and Preston Tucker, if he's back in the lineup, against Aaron Brooks. Um, yep. And that game's at the only pitcher-friendly park, but I think Aaron Brooks, you can go after him if you'd like. Yeah. Trying to pick on CC Sabathia, there's Hanley Ramirez, and uh, I like Rusni Castillo as the other... Uh, oh, yeah. Red Sox, I would think about. Buying into Rusney? Yeah, he's looked a lot better since his uh, recent recall. Uh, he's been up about 11 days, I think. Yeah. And uh, showing a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. Uh, defense is better. He just looks more comfortable, and I think yeah. that's uh, a big indicator. And he's going to be starting a lot more often. The team looks to uh, develop him now mm-hmm. that they're out of the race. And 
Sabathia. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. exploitable. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was one of those guys that I very much, at the start of the year, I was not on the hype wagon. A lot of people were in on Rizne, and I was not. I was like, no, just because he's such a wild card, you don't know, and he still is. It's he mm-hmm. have no idea what he's gonna do or what he's capable of, you know. Right. Um, and I'm it's, not trying. Uh... To, I'm not trying to toot my own horn because I was also not in on Mookie Betts, <laughs> and he turned out to do pretty well. Uh, yeah, but Rizne is just, it's just those import guys can be such a, you know, they're nebulous. They're they're hard to put your finger on. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with picking him. It doesn't feel like a slam dunk, but I, there, the potential's there for sure. And it's a good matchup. So mm-hmm. I'm into that. Um, do you like, uh, there's another one where I was trying to find Atlanta hitters against Jose Urena and it's hard to feel good about Nick Marcakis, but yeah, I, I wrote him down too. And I agree. It's yeah. hard to feel great about him because he doesn't do much. Yeah. No, he, he hits doesn't. singles. Yeah. <laughs> And then Billy Burns gets Scott Feldman. Do you like that at all? Uh, Burns has cooled off a little bit, I believe. And, yeah. uh, I, I had some concerns about him heading into the season. He's a guy whose speed I really like. Yeah. But I wasn't sure he'd hit major league pitching. And, uh, right now he's kind of not. So that's led me to be a little uh, hesitant to use him. Yeah. He's not even super cheap on uh, either of the sites, so that's uh, another factor that goes against him. Yeah. he. I, I had said that I felt like he was already playing at his ceiling. Like, yeah. he was playing really well. Yeah, that was it, the ceiling. Right. If you were looking to, like, trade for him or whatever, it's like, it, it can only go down from here. I didn't think he was going to... It's possible he could have kept it up, but I did not think he was going to get any better and more likely to regress, so... Yeah. I don't know, still a useful player, but if, you know, the price is lagging behind and it's still too high, that doesn't help you. So, yeah. Uh, any other outfielders for you? A few more. Uh, Christian Yelich against Matt Whistler. Okay. Uh, Whistler's, we, we already kind of mentioned, he's a okay pitcher. Yeah. Uh, 4.5 ERA type. Uh, he'll hold, a, he'll hold you together, uh, get you through a game. Uh, probably won't blow up too often as he settles into his career uh has some ceiling to improve uh but only a breakout to get to the next level and yeah. at least for today i think yelich is a good matchup against him sure uh the other guy i would look at uh chris young against eduardo rodriguez yeah, and that's right. young it's, loves to feast on those lefties it's matt's favorite he would be upset if i had not mentioned uh it's a chris <laughs> young day uh yep. yeah yankees get a lefty it's a chris young day no, you're right. Uh, I am, I'm embarrassed that I had not mentioned that, but Matt would have been all in. That's his favorite. Yeah, he's, the way he's performed this year too, uh, very good for GPP plays. Yeah. Uh, he either hits like a home run in like five RBI, like something absurd, or he'll just do nothing. And, you know, if you catch one of those absurd days, it'll carry your roster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's been good. He's one of those those lefty mashers that can be really helpful for a cheap price. Um, anybody else in outfield? That's it. Cool. All right, let's make some sense of this pitching. <laughs> uh, it seems very top heavy. There's some yeah. aces I like, and guys, other guys I'm not excited about. Um, an early slate you can pay for Michael Walker going to Cincinnati. I have no problem with that. You can pay for Zach Greinke going to Philadelphia. You're gonna really pay for it, but mm-hmm. for a reason. You know, it's yeah. it's probably the best matchup of the day. And then uh cheaper Joe Ross. 
gets Arizona. Do you like Joe Ross? Where, where are you thinking on Joe Ross so far? I'm a big fan of Ross's. Yeah. Uh, talked about him in yesterday's grind. Talk about him again in today's. Uh, he's my recommendation for pitcher in that early slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just these nice intersection of talent and price. Mm-hmm. There's a few things to note, uh, concerns, areas where he might regress. Uh, his sinker and his changeup are his worst pitches. Uh, he doesn't throw them terribly frequently, but what he does, they're getting hammered. Yeah. Uh, he's got a good fastball. Uh, it's working out as like a 50 or 60 grade fastball right now. Uh, good command on it though. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, his slider's just been elite. Uh, 70 to 80 grade. Uh, it's opposite of what his scouting report says on those pitches. Uh, he's seen as having a very good fastball and kind of a fringy-ish, like average mm-hmm. slider. Um, I'm basing those grades off of what's happened in pitch effects, uh, the ones that I gave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the result, he's kind of a two-pitch guy right now uh, with that elite slider. Uh, teams might adjust to it, and we're getting to that point uh, where we would expect to see those adjustments start to show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of worried there, that the regression might be coming. Yeah, there, there's probably some room for regression. We should see some more walks going forward. Uh, I, I still think he's a very talented pitcher. Uh, I still recommended him for today, uh, but there's you know, some signs. He won't continue to perform at this level that he's at right now. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he's been great, and I I agree he's a good pick today against Arizona. Arizona's a good club, but they're pretty righty-heavy, so I could mm-hmm. see him doing just fine. Um, Yeah, like Joe Ross, any other early early slate pitchers for you? Uh, those are the three I got. I, in my opinion, you go with Ross or you go with Granke, and yeah. you know, just depends on what hitters you want, I guess. <laughs> yeah, figure out in two very different ways to build your lineup. got to figure out what you want to do. Um, and then how about the evening slate? Where were you starting? Uh, the evening slate hurts. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's two guys that I think you can use. Uh, everyone else is kind of a wild card. And, uh, actually, I'll, I'll call it three guys, cause Mark Burley is a solid pitcher. Uh, he doesn't get strikeouts, and that's why I usually just ignore him. Uh, but he also usually pitches seven or eight innings, and that'll give you a high floor to work with. Yeah. Uh, the other two guys I would look at are Jason Hamill against the Giants, yeah. and I don't feel great about this one. Uh, doing some research on Hamill before our podcast, he's not pitched more than six innings in seven of his last ten starts. Yeah, that's um, troublesome. Yeah, and most of those are five or less. So it's a problem when you're looking at DFS pitchers because you need that depth into the game. You need to get a guy who can throw six or seven innings. Not mm-hmm. only do you get the points from the innings, you get the points from the win. Yeah. And you also get a couple extra strikeouts usually. You need yeah. all of it together. And if Hamill's not going more than five innings, it's a problem. Yep, absolutely. The other guy I would consider is Kyle Gibson. And the problem there is he's facing the Blue Jays. Yeah. And that's Kyle a lineup Gibson. you don't want to mess with. No, and he's can be so inconsistent. He's prone to his blow-ups for sure. Yeah, he's, he's very capable. He's a, a sinker slider guy these days. Uh, sliders really come along. I think he's uh, just a, a lock for mixed league drafts if you were to have one today. Obviously, that's not happening. Uh, but he's really come along this season with that slider. It's taken yep. him to the next level. Yep, started uh, to strike guys out. 
Yep, he he's still a, a mid rotation type, uh, not someone you'd call an ace, but um, you know, solid regular performer. Uh, problem again, that Toronto lineup's just way too deep. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah, it's tough. Would you consider Aaron Brooks ever at all? Not really. I, I think you could try him as a punt. You know, it's uh, a strikeout prone lineup. Yep. Uh, it is at the lone pitcher friendly park, yep. and. You know, there's not a lot of scouting tape on him right now. The Astros could go in there with a bad game plan. Yep. I like Camel more. Would you consider Heston at the Cubs, though? It's something to consider. Again, you got a similar description to Brooks. Uh, it's you know, not Strikeout-prone lineup. Yeah. Uh, Heston's a guy who can keep the ball on the ground, keep uh, guys limited. Uh, he does have some platoon splits. Lefties hit better against him, and the Cubs have enough good hitting lefties that I'd worry about that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, it's not great. The, the evening slate's tough on pitching. Do you have yes. any other I- ideas there? <sighs> not really. You're going to have to you're just going to have to pick somebody and hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, hope, there hope is you. Eduardo Rodriguez who's just huge risk reward. <laughs> He's had his big big games and just some really awful terrible ones yeah. and so you can go for it. Uh, probably win it in a cash game. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough night for for starters for pitchers. Okay. Um. Yeah, that should about do it for us, Brad. You got anything to add before we get on out of here? Uh, a couple rain risks today. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati is at about seventy percent, and uh, they're definitely going to get rain before the game. Uh, it's probably a decent risk of actually being postponed. Uh, so keep an eye on that. That's the earliest game, uh, so we should have some good information about that very soon. Uh, Nationals have about a 50% chance for rain. Uh, FanDuel owners don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking to use Joe Ross on DraftKings, uh, definitely keep an eye on it. Yeah. And then in the late group, uh, there's uh, potential rain in Atlanta, too, about 60% chance of thunderstorms. Well, those are all situations to keep a close eye on because... Weather can completely ruin your whole stack, can cause problems, can wreak havoc. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, check your lineups right before game time. Um, for sure. Uh, anything else, Brad? I think that about covers it. All right. There's a whole bunch of information there for you for DFS lineups for Thursday, the 6th. Uh, Brad is on Twitter at baseball A team. Tweets about all kinds of baseball stuff and you can read his work just about everywhere. Uh, including here at Rotographs. Um, my name is Dylan Higgins. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And as usual, we love to hear from you. Like the feedback, whether it's shenanigans or or baseball or, or whatever. Uh, holler at us. We want to hear from you. And that should do it for us. We'll make sure to talk to you on Friday. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.